0: like how safe I feel being open and communicating with my life. And I'm like that that is that is the energy that I want to have. Like and how has knowing this in yourself and like integrating with it affected your life? What
1: it's meant for me is showing up and like I have so much more confidence
0: Hey everyone. Welcome to the Divergent Evolution podcast. Uh, we are on a mission to have the biggest conversation that we can about our potential for conscious evolution. We're going to be talking about self-leadership, spirituality, lifestyle, and diverging from the norm. So join me, host Tia Marie, author, educator, and founder of Sanadia as I dig into hyper-focused perspectives on what it means to awaken in the age of information as divergent thinkers and creators. So I'm really excited today because I have a special guest who is here with me to talk about her projects and answer questions and share her thoughts. So we have Tiara Harrison. Welcome. Thanks for coming. And I'd love to for you to introduce yourself. Tell me uh, who you are, what you're all about, and where people can uh, connect with you.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Tia. I'm super excited to be here. So I'm Tiara, and I am the founder of A Bubbly Life. through that journey, I am here to just help people live an extraordinary life, get like let go of the mundane, let go of the fear, and really step into what it is that we desire to experience in our life. So um, I like to think of myself as like a lifestyle influencer, uh, author, and all-around creator. <laughs> mm-hmm. just enjoying the journey that is creating an extraordinary life. Yeah, cool. I love that you define extraordinary
0: because extraordinary is such a fun word to me, and it really speaks to the fact that life. Has aspects of it that are mundane, quote unquote, and ordinary. And we should always be striving to like find our groove in that to excel and experience like the best that we can, even in those moments, which there's a lot of magic in. So I love your mission. I love your work. Um, Thanks for coming. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking with you today. So, you know, the whole concept around divergent evolution for me and the conversations that I want to have are really about like where do we like take the fork in the road off the beaten path of mainstream thoughts collective consciousness and like choose to um, take ownership over our own Consciousness and how does that affect us in our evolution and our ability to step into capacity? Because, as you know, like there's a lot of, you know, thoughts that are happening out in the collective, or, you know, things that people just take as um, truth. That aren't necessarily our truth right and so i find it in the moments that we have the ability to innovate about who we are um, and see ourselves as bigger as better as being able to do more um, really follow those big dreams and goals as being a point where we choose to diverge from you know like limited consciousness so i'd love to hear from you like what ways do you feel that you diverge from limitation Uh, that specifically apply to your consciousness in your life and in your work.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Before we get started, uh, do we curse here? (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, So for me, like I think about it, like, you know, I used to be this person that like took whatever somebody else said to me about me as, as my truth. Mm-hmm. And, and I integrated it into my system. And um, I, I've now come to a place where it's just like, you know what, fuck that. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't serve me and what I'm desiring to experience. So why am I even like making this a part of, of my, my, like my being myself? I like look at my life and I see I've had so many extraordinary experiences that like, like, from trips all around the world to like Thailand and Mexico and whatever, and how they show up for me, like Fiji. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, like I didn't really put down a whole lot of money to make it happen. It just like freaking happened. Right. Or, you know, my, I live, I grew up in Virginia and now I live in Los Angeles. My move to Los Angeles, like this, (laughs) like I literally, I might have paid like for my Chipotle before <laughs> I got on my plane. Like I my car was shipped have the Chipotle. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> my car was shipped. Um, my flight was first class, like like all this stuff. And I just the magic behind I got from Virginia to LA pretty much for free. Uh <laughs> and, and just, in that moment, like I didn't recognize like how fucking big that is like, right. Like I just attributed it to like, well, you know, I'm so lucky to have people in my life that Mm -hmm. like, you know, bring me along on their journey. And I never really thought of it as like, you know what this like my life experience comes from me and, and what I, what my capacity is. And I feel like all these experiences were like, Trying to shout in my face, like, Tiara, you are, you create magic. You create phenomenal and extraordinary experiences for Mm -hmm. yourself. You're just like, kind of like riding this wave Mm -hmm. and not really putting forth the effort to create bigger. And Mm -hmm. I, came from like a space of like, all right, well, you know, I'm overweight and I'm a person of color and I'm this, I'm that. And so there, I have to work 9 million times harder than anybody else right. to get to any, like a fraction of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know what, it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be this, this limitation, like shit shows up for me, like all the time. And usually when I don't think about it, <laughs> Like right. I wasn't planning to move to LA. I would be like, oh, that was kind of that would be kind of cool, you know, whatever. Right. And then next thing you know, my my boyfriend at the time was like, my company's moving us to LA. So that that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like that's cool. Fine. I didn't think about it. I'm just like, this extraordinary experience just showed up for me. So now where can I shift so that like I believe that I can have even more wonderful things happen. And I also want to like kind of expand upon the word extraordinary because it doesn't have to be like you move across the country for free. Like it doesn't have to be like that grandiose of a situation. It can be as like, you know, extraordinary as like witnessing the nature around you and how, and the beauty, Mm -hmm. like something that just, raises your vibration to a space of like wonder and like witnessing miracles. And that's kind of where I've kind of shifted my, my thought is going through your program. That was like season of miracles. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Holy shit. (laughs) I can realize that like, I have all of this abundance ahead of me Mm -hmm. and I don't need to limit myself to what I perceive before that I could, I could actually achieve for myself. There is limitless capability if I choose to step into it.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like your first step towards divergence or the realization around that was like uh, in your self image. Right. So it was like, a lot of ways that you told yourself that what you could and couldn't have because of things that you'd heard other mm-hmm. people do and and certainly like experienced on your own right like th- there are reinforcing factors to um having you know social limitations or racial limitations or even body you know uh body conscious limitations etc but you were just like wait a minute my life really does prove to me when I'm paying attention that I'm capable of shifting in extraordinary ways. And as a result, like I'm going to master that and choose not to buy into all of these things I think about myself that, that limit me. Exactly. Exactly. That (laughs) was that hard for you to accomplish? Like Uh, how long have you been
1: aware of this and focused on it? I feel like the awareness has, um, I feel like the awareness has been there for probably about a year or so, mm-hmm. but like the belief in the awareness, like there's like two like how long did it take me to actually believe it? Like, right. versus like it came into my, my, my sphere. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, you're right. Like I, um, used to listen to some person and they would say something like, how does it feel to be God's favorite? And it it like, (laughs) and and I am like, just kind of like like, fucking great. Right. (laughs) You know, like at the, I'm like, Oh, that was cute. Like I'm not God's favorite, whatever. But then like, I I slowly got to this place of like, okay, you know what? That's fucking great to be God's favorite. And I'll Mm -hmm. take it. (laughs) If you want to give it to me, I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say like, The integration probably took about like six months or so.
0: Yeah. And how has knowing this in yourself and like integrating with it affected your life? Like afterwards, what was, what is the biggest shift that you experienced?
1: I feel like I speak different. I talk very differently about myself, like the words I use and like grammar, whatever, all this, like pretty much the same. But like, I noticed like just last weekend, I was at an event and um you know someone was talking to me like I didn't get a promotion that I had gone for and I'm like whatever it's happening it's it just right now wasn't the right time I have a different experience I, I need to experience something else and it's okay like what is meant for me is showing up and like I have so much more confidence and like like I might not know how it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen I just know something phenomenal is gonna happen for me and it's gonna show up in just extraordinary ways and and whatever it is it's gonna be what it is so like I can just talk about like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. Like, you know, maybe, maybe it's the next time around, maybe it's the time after that, but I'm going to learn something along the way and I'm going to grow and I'm going to expand it. There's right. gonna be so much amazingness that's happening that it, it doesn't matter if it didn't happen exactly right in here, right now, the way I wanted it to, or the way I thought it could happen.
0: <laughs> and do you feel like that's your default reaction or do you still have to like train yourself to flip it? Like, do people hear you talk about things in that way? And are they just like, wow, that's so powerful. Because for me, like, I've noticed that there are times when I'm like, quote unquote, disappointed about something. And I would normally say, well, I can't wait until this happens. Instead of saying, I'm working, you know, I'm already in it, like it's happening. And, and so, you know, it's interesting as we we attempt to like cultivate our consciousness and our thought systems to, to um, be aware of this. Cause it's very powerful that there's st- like, there are still moments where I have to be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I need to speak a little bit of- differently about that in my own thoughts.
1: Like, does that just come naturally to you? I I mean, I definitely catch myself in certain, in certain places. It depends on what it is. Like, you know, this was a particular leadership role and I've always like naturally fell into leadership roles. Like people ask me all the time to like speak on a podcast or like do, um, you know, participate in something else. So it's just like, okay, cool. Like that secondary conversation. Like I, I, I have proof that it'll happen. So like, there's things like that versus like, if I talk about like, if we shift to my acting career, right. Like I'm like, all right, there, there is that nerve sightedness of like, okay, like, something's going to happen I don't know what it's going to happen and how it's going to show up and I have to be very um conscious of Mm -hmm. how I talk about it of like you know what like it's gonna show up for me and or or like it is here like Mm -hmm. in switching it up from like like I have I find myself with like a leaving more space Mm, or failure, you know, like I can hear the conversation of being like, okay, well, like, I don't want to be so confident. And then what happens if it doesn't show up? Like, you know, I'm a writer, like I'm, I'm writing a best selling book. Like my, my, my book's a bestseller already. Like, it's not even here yet. It's a a bestseller, like being very conscious of putting those words in my mouth. Like it's, it's like, you know, bringing that awareness and, and so some things, the things that scare me the most are the things that are the hardest to um, really speak about and the, the, like I am statements, right. uh, but also those are the things that I want the most, which I find very, <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause like, there's a,
0: we want them the most so there's a bigger quote unquote risk to our, I wouldn't say safety, mm-hmm. but there's a risk. There's an emotional risk where there's a, maybe a, a risk to our, the way that we, our identity, right. As, an, yeah. as a result. So we're, we're kind of like gauging that, I think on a subconscious level, which is why the default reaction is to revert to states of, you know, leaving that space for, I wouldn't say failure, but like not failure, right. Cause we're judging mm-hmm. ourselves.
1: Yeah. It's like trying to get us, you know, stay hiding from the vulnerability that it brings yes. up in us. Yeah.
0: Vulnerability with life has been something that like, I just keep hearing for the past week or week and a half. And I mean, just like people are saying it to me because I've been thinking about it and it's just wild to, to think of it that way, because that was a huge shift for me to apply like a state of, of self openness to receive Mm -hmm. that I would attempt to cultivate inside maybe a romantic relationship or you know a friendship relationship and you know i think about vulnerability in those um examples but when i started to think about vulnerability with life i thought oh that's a whole other level of my understanding of my um like how safe i feel being open and communicating with my life and how safe i feel being held by my own like you said, like proof, right? My own self proof of, uh, experience. So, I mean, to me, that's super interesting that you say that as well, because it really seems to be what it comes down to. If you're vulnerable, you can say, Hey, I feel a little uncomfortable or this is hard or this hurts, but, um, you know, I still love our, relationship and i know that you can support me or you hope for that support
1: yeah. in
0: in in your action of being vulnerable so i think that's a really beautiful way of framing it
1: for sure like it just i don't know it <laughs> to me it just kind of feels like i think about some of the things like when i set an intention for the day right mm-hmm. and i can feel it in in the body when like there that's where i need to like work on being, being okay to say that vulnerable word, like I am an actor that doesn't, that doesn't feel weird, but to say like, I'm cast in like a, I'm cast in a million dollar thing. And I'm getting a, like, I'm getting at least $10 million in my bank account from acting like that. It sounds like, it sounds big and I can feel it like, kind of like in my, my like solar plexus area of just like Oh, okay little little butterflies are starting to fly around and that's where I'm like, all right that's that that's the the push that's where that's we're the edge yeah. that's the edge and we need to like get forward and keep moving and keep speaking like that and eventually it's gonna just come it's gonna feel the same as just saying I'm an actor and it's right. gonna be like yeah all right that, that 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 is my reality it's already it's it's here hmm. I love that that's so powerful so what does it mean to
0: you? to be a future human. So future human is something that, um, I talk about a lot in my programs and I know you've been in my world for a couple of years now, and I would just love to hear from you, like how you define that in, in perspective and consciousness, like how you cultivate your, uh, relationship with what you create from that perspective.
1: Yeah. So like future human to me is like looking at like, okay, this is, this is where I am now. And like, this is the, the me that I, I, I want to be, or like who I, who I'm, what I'm desiring, um, and, and trying to meet myself there, right. right? Like embodying that, that me that I, I might see in like 10 years from now. Mm. Right. And so like, I I've talked about it on my own podcast where I've talked about like wanting to be like a uh, certain characters that like sh- show up to me, like, um, Moana like the grandma or uh and um Princess and the Frog the like like Mama Odie and like they have this confidence and this groundedness about them that they seem so unshaken and they're so Mm. totally like quirky and authentically them and like give zero fucks about anybody else's (laughs) opinion and I'm Mm. like that that is that is the energy that I want to have like I'm like they're typically people's favorite, fa- among the favorite characters. Cause they're, they're super fun and all that good right. stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that, that is me. And when I'm in, when I'm 50 and I would notice myself saying like, oh, when I'm like in my fifties or in my sixties, mm-hmm. I can totally be the these like grandmotherly fun character. And I'm like, no, I could, I could be that now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it, where, what is the difference between them? And I'm like, I can make it just age. Like I, I'm already quirky. I can, I, I can, you know, see myself as I truly am and where I want to be and just make me be the, the, the me I want to (laughs) be. Right, (laughs) And that's what it is to me. When I say it, like, when I think of my future human, it's just making that future human, my now human, my present human.
0: Yeah. And integrating with it. Right. I mean, that's the interesting thing about the concept of future human and what you brought up about aging. It's like, It really, to me, is is a state of like mastering time in us. Right. Because we have an expectation of how we're going to feel, you know, like if we get to this goal, perhaps like then things will be good, like then we'll be uh, accomplished, then we'll be, you know, living the dream life or the best life. Um, but we have the here and now and the here and now is where we find gratitude and appreciation. So it's always been so interesting to think about like riding, you know, you've got one foot here, one foot in the future, because we are evolving. Like we are interested in our evolution and how do you like ride that space with mastery? So I love the way that you, um, I love the way that you describe that. So I've got a good question for you. What is the most triggering aspect or triggering like thought system in collective consciousness that you like are like a hell no to like something that you choose to diverge from that you see a lot of people buying into
1: um any of the like oh I can't um I can't be a famous actor I live in Virginia I used to say that like all the time, like, I'm like, oh, I could like, you know, I can do, you know, community theater. I can maybe audition for some, like some paid things that might cover my bills for a little bit. Like, you know, like, or I am always going to be like, you know, the starving artist, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, that doesn't have to be like, my experience though. Right? right. So like, I, I recognized my own life where I was just like, I can't because, da, da, da. and the next thing you know, like I, whew, I'm living in LA. So like, that's no longer an excuse. So what, what's the next excuse? Well, I can't, because I don't know anybody in the industry that can like connect me to the, well, you know what people are showing up <laughs> that are like connected to the industry all the time. So it's like, right. that's not really an excuse either. So like, it's, I, that I can't, doesn't need to be in, in, our, in our vocabulary at all because life will show you that you can if you really want to like stop and listen to it.
0: Mm, I love that. I love how you related that to excuses too because we do make a lot of excuses for ourselves, you know. I mean, we all do. It's, it's, it's totally normal. So tell me about what you are most excited about creating right now.
1: I am most excited about, one, creating my book. I'm really excited. Um, it's kind of just like coming from me. Like I like, I haven't, I don't have a title yet and that's totally mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I just know that I want it kind of, I guess it will be like more in like that self-help realm of like talking about like, all right, how are we creating an extraordinary life for ourselves? Sharing, you know, in depth more of my like wild stories and mm-hmm. and, and really getting that that out there. It's kind of funny because I feel like, maybe two, three years ago, someone told me that I was going to write a book and they were like, you're going to write a book and and, and it's going to be like a catalyst, but you got to like, you got to write the book. <laughs> and, and at the time I had like this, this vision of like, okay, well my book, I have to like create like an eight book series. And I have to like, oh it's got to be like Harry Potter and da-da-da. like, I had to put all of this stuff and pressure on myself and it became like not fun. And like, I had started this fictional book and like, it's, it's still somewhere in my Google docs and maybe I'll go back to it another time. But like, this one feels fun. It just like, yeah. looked was like something like, you know what, I'm going to pick it up. Like, you know, I was listening to, I think like Shonda Rhymes Year of Yes. And um I w- like, I had this, like, I can do that moment versus like, uh, oh, well, you know, Shonda's just so much more like all the things I used to kind of say, like, instead of like, I've noticed that a shift from, I could do like two, I can do that versus like, well, they have, they must have something special about them that makes them successful that I don't have. Well, yeah. no, I I am, I too am special and we all can be special and we can all like achieve things. So I like to put that kind of like thought and inspiration into the audience and readers. So I'm really excited to like share that perspective.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like it, like it, I just like was hearing like no excuses, right? Because you were talking about they must have something special that I don't have. And I was like, well, yeah, that could potentially be another excuse to not try something, you know, exactly. it it really easy to not even go for
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Tell me what your most favorite or most potent thing that you've learned um in working inside the containers in Sonatia has been.
1: I guess, like self leadership, you know, like mm-hmm. I have been in other containers before where it felt like I could like, While well, you know, people will t- say like, oh, well, like, um, I, you did all the work or whatever. They'll say something like back that, like, like that to you, but then they would flip it and be like, well, you're not going to be able to achieve X, Y, and Z unless I'm guiding you. Mm-hmm. And, and so then it's like, you know, you get to the I used to get to this place of like putting people on a pedestal and you know making them the the catalyst to whatever it is that I need to create like I have to be next to this person or I have to be in this person's program before I can create anything
0: right. and
1: you know being in your containers have all have been so helpful and and me kind of like cutting cords with like putting pedestal, like mentor craziness of like, it's okay, like a this. codependency. Yeah. That's like yeah. I see it because exactly.
0: I have like a very specific intention to never create codependent containers. And I remember because I used to take all the programs too and do all the things. And, you know, there was always these moments where people would want to share testimonials or like, be like, Oh, congratulations on this win. And it was like, I do, I did this. And I was like, well, you did, but also like I did it too, you know? And it felt strange to me to be in this, not to say that I have a problem at all with people having testimonials, but it just felt strange to me to see like kind of the push and pull between the difference between my own success and my own investment versus you know, being mentored or guided by somebody. So I just never wanted to have a container where people felt like I was responsible, first of all, for their success, because it's them. And secondly, yeah. that they couldn't break, well, not break free, but like graduate. I hate the feeling yeah. of not being able to graduate. That's what it was. And I would be in these containers where I'd be like, oh, is this like a life?" A lifetime of indentured servitude to this or am I exactly.
1: not in, like, <laughs> like when do we get there <laughs> like there's like no end game and like nope just kidding there's like a whole nother level up and just kidding you're, you're never gonna get there right. you're you you have to have me along yeah I, I don't feel that like I love being able to feel like I feel empowered I feel ready to take on um my life I also love the um, ability to explore in my own way. I feel like Mm. in other containers, there was like this, like step-by-step strategy. And if you didn't follow the rules, then you didn't like, you weren't going to get there. But if you, even if you did follow the rules, you still might not get there. (laughs) Like it wasn't like this full cutter cutter system. And so it's just like, this is like a guided exploration of me. Like I'm like, Mm -hmm. and I get to, I get to lead the journey. And I think that is so empowering.
0: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you learn right in that like I that's how I learn. It's how we all learn. So thank you. That's really, really beautiful. So tell us like where can listeners find you? Uh, Where can they find you online where they can? learn
1: more about your work, you know, consume your content, give us all the deets. Yeah. So the easiest way is just to go to www.abubbly.life slash luxury living. And that's kind of the webpage that has like access to it all from my podcast to um, mentorship, to all the like partnerships that I have going on in affiliates. You can check all the good stuff out there. Cool. And talk a little bit about your podcast before we hop off. Yeah. Uh, my podcast is called Convos for a Bubbly Life, and we explore the journey of creating an extraordinary life, however that looks like for uh, for you. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you
0: so much for coming and chatting with me today. I'm super inspired to read your book whenever it comes out. I love, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I've been work, working on a <laughs> working on a book for like Two years now, so I'm I like, you go, girl.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Tia. You're so
0: welcome. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.